safer sex. Intercourse. Condoms. Sexually transmitted infection. HIV. HIV. Sexual health. Treatment. Prevention. Sexual attraction. Sexually transmitted infection. Contraceptive. Sexual health. Sexual health. Hi, and welcome to Sydney Sexual Health Centre podcast, where we talk about all things related to sexual health. One of the topics we talk about a lot, of course, is HIV. It's World AIDS Day on Friday the 1st of December. World AIDS Day has been held every December since 1988 to raise awareness of HIV and AIDS, as well as providing an opportunity for our communities to acknowledge and remember people lost to the virus. People everywhere are encouraged to wear the instantly recognisable red ribbon to show their support for people living with HIV and communities affected by it. Our team member Heather speaks to Craig Cooper, CEO of Positive Life. Positive Life is a New South Wales-based, not-for-profit, community-based organisation that works to promote a positive image of people living with and affected by HIV. Positive Life engage in a diverse range of advocacy and education activities to eliminate prejudice and stigma. So Craig, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role here at Positive Life. Hi, um, so I'm Craig Cooper, I'm the CEO at Positive Life New South Wales and I've been in working for the agency now for up to four years, this coming February, March. Um, I've been involved in the organisation for over 10 years and um, I think it's really exciting that New South Wales government continues to be committed to consumer representation and ensuring that uh, people living with HIV have a voice within uh, the health system and the research agenda. So one of the main goals of Positive Life is to advocate on behalf of people living with HIV. You engage in lobbying to promote optimum well-being, care and support for people living with HIV, their partners and their families. This year's World AIDS Day on December 1st falls nearly exactly 35 years after the first case of HIV was diagnosed in Australia and Positive Life has been present for most of that time. There's obviously been enormous change over that period of time, far too much to fit into one interview. But thinking specifically about your organisation, what would you say has been your greatest achievement for the communities that you work with? I think the greatest achievement that uh, Positive Life New South Wales and people living with HIV um, has been their level of engagement with the health system. Um, we now have 95% rates of people living with HIV on antiretroviral medications and if it wasn't for the voice of people living with HIV in the scenario with clinicians, health policy writers and also researchers, we wouldn't have had um, access to the medications the way that we do today um, and we wouldn't have so many people living well with HIV um, that we do in New South Wales and Australia. So that's a big part of the work you do, isn't it, emphasising living well with HIV? Yep, that's one of the main elements, is to make sure that people have a good quality of life, uh, well engaged in life and in, with a uh, treatment and care provider, such as a doctor or an S100 prescriber, to make sure that they're able to do what they want to do in life, buy a house, have a baby, get married, whatever the person wants. So th there should be no limitation or reason just because you're living with HIV that your life needs to be any different to anybody else. So part of the theme of this year's World AIDS Day focuses on ending stigma against people living with HIV, and this has been a huge part of the work of Positive Life over the years. Do you think that this work has been effective? 
It has been. An example of one of the outcomes was through systemic advocacy, ensuring that we had better access to medications. Typically, we were only able to get our medications from a hospital pharmacy, whereas today we can now get our HIV medication from a local chemist like everybody else. So we needed to try and break down from a systems perspective, um, continuing to be treated differently to other people, and so that everybody could see that HIV was a chronic and manageable condition and that we're like everybody else. So in the past, we've dealt with stigma and discrimination through systems changes and through systemic advocacy. And today, what we're trying to do is um, work with New South Wales Health and other sector partners to start addressing stigma and discrimination more head on rather than from systems reform. Because we know we get constant feedback from people living with HIV throughout New South Wales that stigma and prejudice and privacy these are still really important things and it hasn't shifted that much. So even though we've gotten some gains in some areas, such as community dispensing of HIV medications, there's other areas that people are still feeling stigmatised or discriminated against. So what would you say is the most important thing that people working within the health sector and people in our communities can do to contribute to breaking down that remaining stigma? Treat everybody like everybody else. Anybody living with HIV is just another person. Um, acknowledge our, uh, us for who we are as people, not necessarily somebody living with an infectious disease. I think that would be the best thing in the first instance. And if you are unsure or uncomfortable, um, we're great educators. People living with HIV are constantly educating other people about what it's like to live with the infection and, and what are some of the issues or things that need to be considered. So as we've discussed, things have improved dramatically for people living with and affected by HIV in recent years. But we do tend to see that outcomes are less good for people from migrant and non-English speaking backgrounds. We're not seeing the same decline in diagnoses in people born overseas as we are in people born in Australia. And this demographic is also more likely to be diagnosed late and start treatment later. So Positive Life has done some excellent work trying to beat this disparity. You produced a great campaign this year in partnership with the Multicultural HIV and Hepatitis Service called Seven Good Reasons to Start HIV Treatment Now, which some of our listeners might have seen shared on our social media. This resource was produced in eight languages in an accessible format and encouraged people living with HIV to start treatment as early as possible. Can you explain why this campaign was so important? Well, mainly because of the divergence. At this point in time, there is too much of a disparity going on. And the concern is from a health equity perspective and an inclusion perspective that there are sections of our community that are being left behind. And we want to make sure that there is no divergence or disparity whatsoever. So trying to communicate with different sections of our community in ways that they can understand or can relate to, because typically mainstream messaging won't engage with them, they won't see it as being relevant for them. So we're needing to come up with other more diverse ways and more considered ways or nuanced ways of actually engaging with and reaching people that aren't being met or um, engaged with by mainstream messages. So most of the mainstream messaging around HIV in recent years has focused on elimination of transmission, including Australia's own Ending HIV campaign that pushes for an end to new transmissions by 2020. This year saw the first significant decline in transmission among gay and bisexual men in New South Wales since surveillance began, which is extremely promising news. What do you believe is the most important step we need to take to meet that 2020 target? 
we need to start working out how to identify and work with late presenters. We, we, it's the one thing now for the last 15 years, the number of people that are being diagnosed in New South Wales as a late presenter has not shifted. So even though we're seeing declines in transmission rates among Australian-born gay men, that's fantastic. So that's a, a really good achievement that needs to be celebrated. And the reason that's occurring is because gay men are engaging with health services, the prevention agenda, and because so many people living with HIV are now on treatments and are not infectious in any way. So what we need to do is we need to refocus our efforts, not stop doing anything. We need to keep on doing everything that we're already doing in terms of high testing rates, high treatment coverage, high prevention messaging within the community. All of that needs to continue. But what we need to do now is start working out from a nuancing perspective how we reach late presenters and how we work with populations that aren't well engaged with health services the way they need to be. So when we do meet that target, when we eliminate new transmissions of HIV in our communities, what does that mean for people currently living with HIV? What's the next big target for organisations like yours who work with the positive community? Making sure that we remain engaged and motivated with the health system, making sure that there is no disease progression and there are no further diagnoses in terms of other morbidities such as cancer, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, renal failure. So there's a number of things that we need to do to make sure it's not just about viral suppression. It's about managing all the other health issues that may arise as a result of the infection and ensuring that we remain healthy and engaged in care. And that brings us back to that living well thing you That's were talking it. about earlier. Quality of life. That was Craig Cooper from Positive Life speaking to our own Heather about World AIDS Day. This World AIDS Day, we encourage all Australians to educate yourself and each other about HIV. Learn how it's transmitted and how to prevent transmission. Challenge stigma around people living with HIV wherever you encounter it and help work towards a world without discrimination against HIV. You can find out more about World AIDS Day by visiting worldaidsday.org.au and you can find, show your support by wearing a red ribbon. Thanks for listening. Share this podcast around to raise awareness. And don't forget to subscribe to hear more from us in the future.